Hi, friends. I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And we're Dead Dead Drunk. If you're like Shelby and I, then you are super excited for football to be back. Whether you just watch along with your super hot boyfriend or you have your own fantasy team that keeps you obsessed with every game, football is America's favorite sport. We see famous athletes all too often get wrapped up in the wrong scene. Gambling, drinking, domestic violence, animal violence, you name it. We even covered a case a while back where Carolina Panther Ray Carruth hired a hitman to take out his pregnant fiance. But this case is different. You already know by the title, but this is the case of famous linebacker Manti Teo and his girlfriend, Lene Kakua. I always do it too. I know. I never go with our theme. That's the worst part. I know. (laughs) It should be. But. (laughs) Ashley Flowers, if you're listening. (laughs) If you're listening. Thanks. I'd just be really excited about it. I think she's on. She's on too many podcasts. I can't even keep track now. She's doing too much. Oh, I know. She's she's spread really thin, that Ashley Flower. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hi, guys. We're back. The weather's changed completely. It's now fall. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love fall. I, I was know. wearing a sweater and a jacket today. I was like, oh, my God. Yesterday, oh. I broke out the cow onesie. <laughs> nice. I saw your picture on Instagram. <laughs> it's very exciting. Every time I put it on, I'm just like, look, it has pockets for snacks. Which is exactly what it said in the Amazon description when I purchased it. It was like, and pockets for your snacks. It said for your snacks. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so anytime That's I incredible. walk around in it now, my dad's like, do you have snacks? <laughs> do you? Uh, I don't right now. Oh. Yeah, and usually uh-huh. I don't. Because it's like a white thing. Like, what are you going to put in there? You can't put Cheetos in there. Tots. You could put tots. You- <laughs> I forgot about the tots. <laughs> That's what no, cargo pants were made own. for, carrying around tots. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get one of those so I can carry tots. You need cargo pants for a Kim Possible outfit, too. Oh, yeah. And as Kim Possible, you can carry around your tots. Oh, my God. Imagine I'm I'm Kim Possible mixed with Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Don't steal my Halloween costume idea. It's mine. I'm trademarking it. <laughs> Kim Dynamite. Kimpolian dynamite. <laughs> Kimpolian dynamite. <laughs> Holy lord. All right. <laughs> What's the sitch, dude? <laughs> the sitch is our cocktail this week. Woo! So, for our cocktail, we are combining Manti Teo's Hawaiian heritage and love of football. Honestly, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do this case. And then I found the drink and I was like, okay, now I have to because <laughs> of how perfect it is. It's called the Tiki Touchdown. Wow. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So what you're going to do is take a shaker with ice and add two ounces of dark rum, an ounce of blue curacao, a squirt of lime juice, a splash of creme de coconut, 
six ounces of pineapple juice, and a dash of green chili habanero sauce. Woo! Getting spicy. Yeah. (laughs) So shake that up, pour over ice, and garnish with a pineapple for a sweet and spicy cocktail that is perfect for game day. Wow, that's so cool. That sounded really good. Yeah, it's like sweet and then uh, I I don't know. I like spicy, but And I like- can't believe that this drink came up and I mean, it was basically kismet. You were supposed to do this case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, "Yep, that's it." The alcohol <laughs> gods were like, "No, girl, you're doing this one. This is the case that you're talking about this week." Are you guys ready for the case? Drink up, dead drunkies. <laughs> All right. So, Manti Teo was born in Lei, Hawaii. On January 26, 1991, he was one of six children born to Brian and Attila Teo and is of Samoan ancestry. He was a good student, maintaining a 3.5 grade point average throughout high school while volunteering at a preschool program, a food bank, and the Special Olympics. Holy crap. (laughs) Talk about spread thin. This guy was doing so much stuff. He also was an Eagle Scout. And is still an active member of, sing it with me, the Church of Jesus Christ (laughs) of Latter-day Saints. (laughs) I didn't know where you were going. (laughs) He is a Mormon. (laughs) That's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. I love how much stuff he's doing. And this is just high school that he's doing all this stuff? Yep. Oh, my God. All I did after high school... After the day in high school was going to Panera Bread. Like, I didn't even do anything other than that. Are you kidding? Well, the Panera Bread was right in the same strip mall as Starbucks. So, like, you don't even have to go anywhere else. Honestly, it would be <laughs> stupid not to. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Teo did all that stuff in high school. He then went to college at Notre Dame and played football there. Wow. Smart kid. Yeah. <laughs> In 2012, Teo had the chance to be drafted to the NFL. He was projected to be a mid-first-round pick, which would have been the first time a Notre Dame player was drafted first round since 1982. But Teo instead decided not to enter the draft and to play his last season with his college team, Notre Dame. Aw, that's sweet. He has some loyalty. That's cool. During the season, Teo told multiple media outlets that his grandmother and his girlfriend both died on September 11th, 2012. What? Yeah, they happened to both pass away on the same day. I'm pretty spectacles. (laughs) You're already spectacles. (laughs) We are just getting into it. I'm, I'm immediately spectacles. So, Teo's grandmother died of cancer, and Teo's girlfriend, Lene Kakua, was allegedly in a car accident about eight months prior, and upon treating her injuries, the doctors found that she had leukemia. So they both died of cancer on the same day. Oh. Okay. Despite these two major losses for Teo, he did not miss a single game of the 2012 season. He told reporters that he promised Kakua that if anything happened to her, he would continue to play for her. Teo continued to have an amazing season in 2012. He was the leading tackler and the leader in interceptions, and he also led Notre Dame to a 12-0 and season. Wow, he was blessed for that season. Yeah. She made that happen for him. To this day, he is one of the highest-performing linebackers in college football history. Wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> 
Teo's season did not go unnoticed, and despite all of the positive press surrounding him, internet sleuths began to think that something was up. Reporters Timothy Burke and Jack Dickey of Deadspin, a sports blog, received an anonymous tip in January of 2013 that brought Linnea Kakua's identity into question. So instead of her being his girlfriend that died of cancer, Burke and Dickey claimed that Kakua actually never existed and that she was created as part of a hoax. What? So on January 16th, Burke and Dickey posted an article. It was titled, Manti Teo's Dead Girlfriend, The Most Heartbreaking and Inspirational Story of the College Football Season is a Hoax. Whoa. Yeah. So here are a few things that the article highlights. Upon their investigation, Dickey and Burke were able to find the death record for Annette Santiago, Teo's grandmother, who died on September 11th. However, they were not able to find one for Lene Kakua. There was just no record of her death. There was no obituary, there was no funeral announcement, and there was nothing in the Stanford student paper mentioning Kakua's death, even though she had claimed to be a student there. Huh. Going back further, there's no report of a car accident involving anyone named Lene Kakua. Stanford actually has no record of Lene Kakua being enrolled there. And there's not even a birth announcement for anybody named Lene Kakua. Wow. So there, nobody even saw her? There's no pictures of her or anything? There's nothing? There are pictures. But oh. there is nobody by that name that exists pretty much anywhere. So the story of Kakua and Teo's relationship, as reported by Eric Hansen of the South Bend Tribune in 2012, was that Kakua and Teo met on November 28, 2009, at a football game when Stanford beat Notre Dame 45-38. to Teo met the quote-unquote beautiful stranger and the two exchanged numbers. However, when Dickey and Burke attempted to fact-check this, they found a tweet from Teo's account to at Lova Lova Love You, which was Kakua's account, mm -hmm. on October 10th of 2011 that said, Nice to meet you too, ma'am. Which would lead us to believe that the two actually met in 2011, not in 2009. Oh, so that would only leave it at a year before her passing. The only online evidence of Kakua is her Instagram and her Twitter. However, when reverse image searched, the pictures are found to belong to a girl named Diane O'Meara, a California student who has never even met Manti Teo. She was actually completely horrified to find out that a picture from her Facebook profile had been used and was now circulating in the media as this dead woman. Burke and Dickey, when speaking to O'Meara, showed her all of the photos that were on Kakua's Instagram, and she was able to confirm that they all were of her. However, one photo made her stop and think because it wasn't a photo that she ever posted online. What? The photo in question was one that appeared briefly as a Twitter avatar for Lene Kakua's profile, and O'Meara said she only ever sent it to one person, an old high school acquaintance named Renaya Tui Asasopo. O'Meara recalls sending the picture because it was a rather weird situation, actually. She hadn't talked to Tui Asasopo since graduating high school, but he messaged her on Facebook with a sad story. 
He claimed that his cousin had been injured in a car accident and that this cousin thought that Omira was very pretty. Tuia Sasobo asked Omira to send a picture of herself in an attempt to cheer up his cousin. He also asked her to hold up a sign that said MSMK. Omira decided that since she remembered Tuia Sasobo fondly from high school, she would send the picture. She, like, trusted him to, that, it was, that he was telling the truth. I'm I'm getting so excited. I'm getting Max and me vibes over here. Like this is the catfish. That guy's the catfish. Uh, I mean, uh, there's wow. That's really weird. At the beginning, the way you were talking about it, I thought Manny had made up an account for his girlfriend and manufactured a fake girlfriend. But it's really he thought she was real. Supposedly, he thought she was real, and this person has been catfishing him for. A year. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so Omira didn't bother to ask what MSMK meant. She just held up the sign and took the picture. However, we now know that at some point, Lene Kakua's Twitter handle changed from being at love, love, love you to at love MSMK. I, I don't know. I would ask questions if anybody was like, can I get a picture of you? First of all, why? Um, second of all, do you want me to have makeup on or not? Like, what do you want me to look like? <laughs> Third, why? Again, why? Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. I, why is it? I guess you could trust somebody, but still, it's just a weird thing to ask of somebody. People don't even ask for contact photos anymore because who gives a shit? I know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's especially if you haven't talked to this person since high school. Right. It's still weird. I mean, I admire her level of trust that she has in people that she knows, but that's probably gone right. down recently. But <laughs> Yeah. So after hearing everything, Omira tried to call Tuya Sosopo herself. And when she brought everything up to him, he started acting really weird and told her not to worry about it. And this is when Omira decided to tell Burke and Dickie everything she knew about Renaya Tuya Sosopo. Imagine somebody's using your picture to catfish a pre-NFL linebacker for some reason and <laughs> tells you not to worry about it. Like, don't worry about it, girl. It's fine. And then you see your face in the paper. You're dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Don't worry about it, though. It's fine. Just don't worry about it. So she goes to Burke and Dickie and tells them everything she knows, which is that Tuya Sosopo, like Teo, was a football player in high school. Growing up in Lancaster, California, Tuya Sosopo was the starting quarterback for his football team. After high school, though, Tuya Sosopo began working at a church and writing his own Christian music. You can find it on YouTube if you feel inclined. He's not a bad singer, but at the same time of, as all of this going on, the Facebook page for his band had about 10 likes, which is extremely fishy when you consider a shout out that he was given on a certain public figure's Twitter page. You guessed it. Manti Teo. Whoa. Yep. So Tuya Sosobo and Teo know each other. There are plenty of retweets and at replies to establish that they are at least acquaintances Many instances where Tuya Sosopo would mention that he was coming to Hawaii and Teo would respond with something along the lines of, you gotta come down, bro. But a lot of it was in Samoan. But wait, there's more. 
So we established that Lene Kakua was not actually in a car accident in 2012. But do you know who was in a car accident in 2012? That guy? Renaya Tuya Sosopo. Yep. Which is crazy. <laughs> so He also used car accident to get the picture from her. Yeah. That's his only go-to. He loves car accidents. <laughs> He basically Have you ever is been in one, bro? I love one. Don't I love them. I've been in one. Don't <laughs> even worry about it, bro. <laughs> so friends and family of Tuya Sosopo confirmed what we pretty much already know. Renaya was behind the Lene Kakua account and had been since as early as 2008. And he actually had talked to other people before he talked to Manti Teo and catfished them, too. I don't think it ever got to the same extent at all, but... He was on there talking to other people before then. Oh, okay. Tuya Sosopo actually also had an account for Kakua's sister, Ulani Ray. And many tweets have been deleted, as has her account altogether. But the woman who Tuya Sosopo stole these pictures from actually tried to reach out to Neve from Catfish when she found the profile. But nothing ever came from it. But there uh, was like a tweet of her like, um, this profile is using my pictures. Can we like figure this out? But they never did an episode. Uh, Neve and Max are so... They missed uh, out. They do so on much. A, on a they big really one. missed out. Yeah. This was a big one and they didn't even know it. Yeah. Oh, that's so... That's next level catfish, I feel, when they start making the... Mm-hmm. The family accounts. Um. Yeah, when they start making the family accounts, yeah. That's next level catfish yeah. shit. Yeah. So a friend of Renaya Tuya Sosopo claimed that he was quote, 80% sure that Manti Teo was in on the whole thing. However, in an interview that took place after the Deadspin article surfaced, Manti Teo said, quote, I wasn't faking it. I wasn't part of this. According to ESPN, the interview also divulged these things, and I'm quoting directly from them for this. He lied to his father about having met Kakua, prompting his father to tell reporters that the two had met. Several media stories indicated that he and Kakua had met. Teo insisted they never did. He tried to speak with Kakua via Skype and FaceTime on several occasions, but the person at the other end of the line was in what he called a black box and wasn't seen. Okay, that's typical catfish. I also feel like it's not unheard of for him to lie. You know, yeah. like it, it's it's not commonly accepted to have a relationship where you've never met the other person. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's more common because of the show Catfish, but it's it's not really accepted, you know? Right, and this was back in 2012, so I don't think Catfish was, like, huge yet. No, um, yeah, it was still, like, what, you're in love with a person you've never met? That's not, that's not real. Yeah. So I could see why he would lie. Yeah. As for the reason that he said he lied about meeting Kakua, um, he said, I knew that it was crazy that I was with somebody I didn't meet, so I kind of tailored my stories to have people think that we had. Yeah, that sounds legit to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, but I don't know. Something about it is also a little weird to me. But I don't know. Renaya- you mean the, so, sorry. No, it's okay. You mean the saying that she died part? No, I just uh, I just feel like there's a lot of coincidences in this whole thing. Um, oh, with them knowing each other and that kind of thing? Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. But Renaya Tuyasasopo appeared in an exclusive interview with none other than the prophet, Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> the prophet. Okay. <laughs> but he refused to do the voice that he claimed to have used while he was on the phone with Teo that made him think he was a girl. This could be because he's embarrassed, but in my mind, it could also be because maybe he wasn't acting alone. Right. He got a girl to actually talk on the phone. A lot yeah, of times catfishes Teo, do that. Yeah. Um, according to Teo, he thinks that there was a girl and possibly another guy in on this hoax with Tuya Sasopo, but Tuya Sasopo claims to have acted completely alone. He says that, yes, he is gay, and yes, he really cared for Teo. Why kill Lene off? According to Tuya Sasopo, he argued with Teo that morning. He said he offered condolences to Teo upon hearing of his grandmother's passing, and Teo claimed he didn't need his condolences. And that's when he decided to end it. He felt like really betrayed. He said, oh. I think he said something like, it felt like a brick wall hit him because he was like, I don't need you. And he was like, all right, I'm killing her. Oh, okay. So he was really, he really had feelings for Manny. And according to him, according yeah. to him. And when he said, that's a really rude thing to say, by the way, I don't need your condolences. Just freaking accept them. What the exact quote was, but he I think in the interview, Tuya Sosopo was like, I don't need you. Uh, said he he said, I don't need you. And he was like, that's still really rude. If somebody's offering you their condolences and reaching out to you in a difficult time, just like thank them. It doesn't hurt you in any way to just be like, thanks. Yeah. And then move on with your but life. Also, I don't like, I don't know. Also, if it's your girlfriend, why would you fucking say that? Yeah, that's also really weird. Was it? It was him as the girlfriend. It wasn't. Yeah, it was Lene Kakua. Oh. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. Like I, I could imagine it would be something like, "I don't need you to feel sorry for me." Not like, "I don't need you." That feels. Yeah. I don't know. That's don't really know. weird and it doesn't make any sense to me. So, Tuya Sosopo has since publicly apologized to Teo for the whole thing. But what do you guys think? Was Teo a part of this catfish? Or was Renaya acting alone? Or were there other people? I think I as someone who's binged quite a lot of catfish, I think that... Ren- Rene- R- the catfish was not Renaya was not working alone because he didn't do the voice there have been catfishes one in particular that did a really good female voice and when they asked to hear it he did it because if you don't do it then you weren't the voice that's just the implication so the fact that he didn't do it makes yeah. me agree with you that he wasn't he wasn't the voice there was another girl involved I it does sound like he had feelings for this guy and maybe that's why there are so many coincidences. Maybe he made the profile really to go after this guy that he liked because they were acquaintances online and maybe he liked him, but he knew that there are a lot of people that think that if you're not into their sexuality or you know what I mean? Like that they think that if, you get to know them under the catfish profile. Eventually, 
you'll fall in love with them or something, which it, it never works. But there are a lot of catfish episodes where somebody's gay or lesbian and they think that they can convince a straight person to fall in love with them by pretending to be a guy or a female. And uh, spoiler alert, it doesn't work. But sometimes it can get you friendships and sometimes it gets you gets people really mad. But <laughs> yeah, I think that. The big thing that makes me question if Teo was a part of it is the whole like saying saying that they met in 2009 and then tweeting like it was nice meeting you in 2011 to her. Yeah, that's a little weird that he picked 2009, but. Well, because I, I looked it up and the game in question the like uh Stanford lost to or sorry sorry Stanford beat Notre Dame 45 to 38 in California was on like November 28th of 2009 okay so they would have been so why would you say oh we met there and we exchanged numbers and then like i don't know he told his dad all these things that oh like she's coming to visit and like Originally, they were just friends, and then she came to visit him and in Hawaii, and then then they started dating in 2012, which is when all when she got cancer and in a car accident and all this stuff happened. Um, but then in 2011, he tweets that it was nice to meet her, but he had already been saying these things to his dad. I don't know. It's just oh, that's just strange. Odd. Like all the timeline is. Yeah. It's confusing to me as why he would why he would tweet that. Yeah, the timeline and is really confusing. That's like was it because he got his dad to say things to try to make it look like something that it was I don't know. I mean, I could understand if he made up all of these things to make it seem like it was more then it because there are some times where I mean some uh, all of these things that I'm referencing are catfish episodes that have, I've actually seen where people <laughs> have been together for like months and then they're like engaged so they lie about the timeline because it's crazy it's insanity but yeah I, I like so I can see that but I understand the digital timeline that you're referring to it doesn't make any sense why right. you would see him say it was nice to meet you who is he talking to there is he like and it was like nice to meet you too ma'am like not something you would tweet to somebody like oh i'm so happy we met like two years ago. do you know what i mean yeah like i feel like in my mind i can't spin it to be like oh like maybe she because her twitter i guess was private so we don't know what she said to him that he said nice to meet you too Oh, um, but if her Twitter like, is it private, could, have been like, could she have been talking to him? In theory, couldn't she have been talking to him since 2009? But, but like, he... maybe the meet you was their first video. Comp like, because they, they did a video, but it was just like you could just see a black box, right? Yeah, but he he had said they met in person and then yeah. Well, you would to, I don't know. You would lie I, about I that. Like, but yeah, I just feel like he's lying about a lot. Yeah, well, it does seem like the lies are stacking up now. So <laughs> yeah, but I I don't I didn't research this, so I can't fully say. But 
personally, I don't think that he was in on it. There are a lot of coincidences, yeah. though, so I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I just wish Neve and Max had taken this case because they have some, like, sixth sense where they can smell a fake. They can yeah. smell when you're just <laughs> faking them out or lying to when you're doing it to get on catfish. Right. They can smell that. So obviously they yeah. could figure out if you were doing some kind of fake stunt to, I don't know, boost your notoriety. I don't know why you would have to do that if you're already the best linebacker in college yeah. football. But I don't know. But yeah, so that's our case. But what do you think? Let us know. Send us an email at deaddrunkpod at gmail.com. Share your drinks or your NFL team preference with us on Instagram at Dead Drunk Crime. Or you can tweet us, but don't tweet us if you're a catfish at Dead Drunk Crime. Actually, do tweet me if you're a catfish. I'd, I don't care. Please, if you're listening to this, please tweet us at Dead Drunk Crime. It was nice to meet you too, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll get a sticker if you do that. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you want to read all about this case and dive deeper into it or just explore more spicy drink options, I'm assuming, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can check it out on our website at deaddrunkpodcast.com. If you want to discuss this further or other discussion topics with us, you can join us on our Facebook page, Dead Drunk Discussions, or on our main page at Dead Drunk, a true crime podcast. And don't forget that we're still doing unlocking israel keys on our patreon every month we're doing a new section of keys murders and trying to solve them to the best of our ability which is not much but we're doing we're doing it (laughs) we're getting there we're gonna crack the keys wide open (laughs) one of these days yeah (laughs) also reminder we're in the spooky season so if you have scary stories send us your scary stories i've already seen some in our inbox and i'm loving it so I know me too. Send me more. I want to be. I can't spooked. wait to actually read them. Yeah, <laughs> for all of you, it'll be fun. It'll be scary. Yeah. It'll be spooky. It'll be fun. Yeah. And what else? We have merch, and it's in the show notes. So click, go buy our stuff. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. So do we yeah. have a chaser for this? We do have a chaser. <laughs> it's a quiz from HowStuffWorks. Um, and it's called How Much Do You Know About the Mormon Faith? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> hey, guys, before the chaser, I just want to pop in and tell you about a new podcast we've been loving called Crime and Hustle. It is seriously awesome. So here's Priscilla to tell you more herself. Hey guys, I'm Priscilla, host of the Crime and Hustle podcast. If you need a good true crime fix to start off your weekend, then I have got you covered. Join me every Friday as I release a new episode detailing the facts, investigation, unsolved, controversial, and mysterious circumstances of everything true crime. To start your Fridays off right, visit us on Facebook or Instagram at Crime and Hustle, and you can find Crime and Hustle everywhere you get your podcasts. Okay. It says, are you an expert on Mormonism? Let's find out. Okay. Mormons belong to what church? I sang it earlier. 
the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The Is Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day, of Latter-day Saints. Saints. <laughs> yes. Good yes. job. Woo! Okay. Nailed it. Where is the seat of the Mormon Church? California, Washington, Wyoming, or Utah? Utah. Utah. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys have not seen Book of Mormon, you don't understand what we're singing, but you should see it. I'm pretty sure they could use context clues to figure out what musical we're referencing, but. Yeah, I guess so. Definitely check out the soundtrack, at least. I know you can't go see it right now but listen to the soundtrack it's awesome or if you want to learn more about the mormon faith you can watch the mormon episode on south park they sing it too it's just (laughs) it's all a musical when they talk about the mormon faith anyway amazing not sponsored (laughs) (laughs) joseph smith argued that god was once blank jesus Uh, unwise mortal or american oh wait mortal was it mortal? Is it mortal? Yes. <laughs> and he also American. argued that anyone <laughs> can become a god. So there's that. Oh, okay. According to Mormon belief, Joseph Smith restored the church. Who founded it? Do you know oh. before I read the choices? N- no, give me the choices. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Buddha. Gandhi, Brigham Young. Brigham Young! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. It was Jesus Christ. Fuck. Bro, Brigham Young came after oh, Joseph Smith. Damn. I was, oh, damn. Also, all I, I could think of is name. the South Park episode. There's <laughs> So the song in the South Park episode is, Joseph Smith was called a prophet. Dum, 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 dum. And then at one point, <laughs> they're like, she had asked to see the plates. Smart, 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 smart. And like. Dum, 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 dum. Dum, 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 dum. I can't believe you got that one wrong. I just, I thought Brigham Young sounded familiar. So I was like, it's got to be It that. did, but it's this, he's the second leader of the church. Of course, it's Jesus Christ. That was dumb of yeah. us. <laughs> the church of Jesus Christ. Of Latter-day, of Latter-day Saints. Saints. <laughs> Unlike other Christian faiths, Mormons believe their religion to be pure, old, new, past. New. Wrong. Pure. What? What's what the Mormons fuck does that mean? Mormons believe that other Christian faiths have been corrupted with other beliefs. That's true. You're making <laughs> things up again. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who moved the Mormon church out of New York? Dan Marino, Brian Sipe. Oh, my God. Is that your name? (laughs) Joseph Smith or Brigham Young? I think it's Brigham Young. No, it was Joseph Smith. Oh, right. Joseph Smith started the journey and then he died. Right. And then he's like, you must lead the people now. My good friend, Brigham Young. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah! I can't go much further into the song because all I want to do is like, have you heard of the all-American prophet? Like that's, a, that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> the blonde-haired, blue-eyed voice of God. <laughs> oh my God! All right. all right, true or false? Mormons believe that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. 
Yeah? I don't know. That's a weird question. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to say, true or false? Let's go true, because it sounds different than the other ones, I guess. I don't know. No, it was false. Darn oh. Okay. I guess we, we don't know that much. <laughs> I know. We should get Mantateo as a guest on the podcast to <laughs> help. Not to talk about the catfishing <laughs> at all. Just to talk about being a Mormon. <laughs> yeah, just read from the Book of Mormon. <laughs> yes. Which of the following is not included in the Pearl of Great Price? The Book of Moses, the Book of Abraham, the Articles of Faith, or the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Probably that last one, right? That doesn't yes. sound Mormony. Yeah. Good job. That one's Christian. <laughs> all right. True or false? The majority of Mormons practice plural marriage. True. I want to say false. Okay. I feel like the majority of them don't, and it's like the few that do that get the Oh, name. practice. Oh, maybe. Yep, it was false. Huh. Although Mormons once openly practiced plural marriage, it is no longer part of the practices of the church, and members who, who do are excommunicated. Huh. They went this the whole opposite way with it. <laughs> yeah, this did lead to the creation of fundamentalist groups who do still practice polygamy. So people that have multiple wives are not actually Mormon anymore. Ah, those are the radical Mormons that yeah. left the church. Yeah. Okay. I Crazy. almost read this next question as LSD, but <laughs> when was the LDS church organized? The 1620s, the 1720s, April 6th of 1830, or the 1920s? <laughs> I don't know. April why 6th. Is, of yeah. Why just, is that just that date, date, I guess. Yep. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> the other ones are so broad. And then it's like April 6th, 1830 at 842 a.m. That's the exact moment that the angel Moroni came down and told Joseph Smith to go in his backyard and dig up the plates. <laughs> we know stuff. We do know stuff. We just don't know the answers to these stupid questions. So. Right. <laughs> Mormons avoid which of the following? Alcohol, tobacco, yep. coffee, or all of the above? All of the above, right? Oh, that's so sad. Well, I guess that means that no Mormons <laughs> are going to be looking or uh, listening to our... Lis what? No Mormons <laughs> are going to be listening to our podcast, so it's fine. <laughs> if you are, what do you drink along with the episodes? Is yeah. it milk? What are you having? <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> Mormons believe that what remained together after death? Families, bodies, worlds, communities. Probably communities. I don't know. Communities or families, I guess. Families. Oh. That's weird. What <laughs> is the subtitle of the Book of Mormon? The Book of Job? The Book of Rebecca? The book of John. Another testament of Jesus Christ. I think another testament of Jesus Christ. Yes. It has had that subtitle since 1981. The book of Job is my favorite thing to reference when talking about Old Testament God, though. Whenever I, whenever I see the name Job, I just think of Arrested Development. Oh, my God. I never made that connection until right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Mormons identify as what religion? Buddhist, Muslim, pagan, Christian. I guess Christian. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yes. It feels like a weird thing to ask, though, if we're talking about a specific sect of religion. Like, obviously, they identify as Mormons, but when not given that choice, I guess no. Christianity. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess they're Christians, too. They're just like a specific part of Christianity. They just believe. I mean, everybody like Judaism is the first. The first section. And then Christianity is the first and the second section. And then Mormons were like, there's another book, you guys. Like, they found the third of the trilogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. What book of scripture do Mormons use? The Bible? The Book of Mormon? Both <laughs> A and B? Or neither A nor B? Probably both A and B. Because they think it's just another another testament, right? So it's... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where was Mormonism founded? Miami, Houston, New York, or San Diego? New York. Didn't we already cover this? Yes. <laughs> Mormons <laughs> believe in what deity? God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, or all of those? All of those. Yes. But separate? Yes. Or, yeah. We're getting really good at this. <laughs> the collection of the books of Moses and Abraham are part of what Mormon book? The Book of Mormon, the Bible, the King James Version, or the Pearl of Great Price? The Bible, I think. No, the Pearl ah. of Great Price. Ah, I don't know what that is. Which All was right. a collection compiled by Joseph Smith. All right. What is the name of the ideal Mormon utopia? Eden, Zion, the promised land, the garden. Either the garden or Eden, right? It's They still believe there's a garden of Eden. They just believe it was in Jackson County, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So should we do the garden? Sure. No, it was Zion. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Who published the Book of Mormon? Joseph Smith, Joe Namath, Barack Obama, <laughs> Billy Graham. Joe Namath for sure. No, it's <laughs> Joseph Smith. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> and it comes full circle. <laughs> Back to football. <laughs> what is the name of the Mormon health code? Civil medicine, word of wisdom, wise health, or healthy families? I don't know. Healthy families? <laughs> nope. Word of wisdom. Oh, okay. There's a lot of questions. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who was the Book of Mormon named after? God and Jesus, Joseph Smith, Brigham Young, or Mormon, an ancient prophet? I guess Mormon, an ancient prophet. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, we're good. Ooh, what is the name of the most famous Mormon singing group? The Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Tabernacle Choir! Choir. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mormons were driven from what state in 1838? California, Missouri, Florida, or Texas? Wait, they were driven from what state? Yeah, California, Missouri, Florida, or Texas. Missouri. Jackson County, Missouri! 
Yeah, they thought they found it, but they hadn't reached Salt Lake City yet, so they weren't Salt quite in their utopia. <laughs> what woman's group is part of the Mormon Church? The Rotary Club, the Cheerleaders, the Marriage Society, the Relief Society. The third one. Nope, it was the Relief Society. It focuses on philanthropy and education. All right. The Mormon practice of plural marriage was officially suspended by the church in what year? 1690, 1790, 1890, 1890? 1890. The War of Democracy, the Republicrats, or the Council of Fifty. I don't know, but Council of Fifty sounds pretty cool. Yep, that was it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right. What do Mormons call the story of how Joseph Smith first viewed God? The creation story, the story of the flood, the Ten Commandments, or the first vision? The first vision. Yeah, good job. Are you a Mormon? No. <laughs> How old was he during the first vision? 10, 14, 21, 28. I want to say 14 or 21. So let's go he with was 14. 14. Yeah. The governing body of the LDS church is called what? The round table? Congress. I had to say it like that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, the quorum of the 12 or the Knights Templar? The third one. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is like rapid fire, too, because I'm trying to get the <laughs> fuck through these questions. In 1844, the Mormon church moved from New York to what state? Utah, Texas, Florida, Ohio. Freaking Utah. Stop asking me about their movements. This is stupid. We know. <laughs> True or false? The majority of Mermans. Mermans. <laughs> of Mermans? <laughs> Let's talk about oh. fish people. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, isn't there an actor with the last name Merman? Ethel Merman? Yeah, is that <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh yeah, okay, anyway. Uh, true or false, the majority of Mormons live in the United States. True. No. It doesn't There's say where the other ones live. Probably Ghana. Yeah, it's maybe. It's probably Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> it's Uganda. It's either one, somewhere in Africa. <laughs> What continent is home to the largest concentration of Mormons? Uh, Africa, Europe, Australia, or North America? Africa. That's my answer. <laughs> no, it's North America. Most live outside of the U.S., though, so I guess Canada? Canada. <laughs> God damn makes Mormons sense. in Canada. <laughs> How many articles of faith are there? 8, 12, 13, 15. 15. Wait. 12. It was 13. Ah. Which of the following countries has the largest concentration of Mormons? Didn't we just Freaking Canada. It's no, Canada. Brazil, Argentina, <laughs> Mexico, or Peru. I guess it's got to be Mexico, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's Mexico. Wow, I didn't know that Mexicans were Mormons. Our score, 63%. Almost an expert, but not quite. We got 22 out of 35. We scored better than only 6% of quiz takers. We're really. The average score is 85. We actually did really horrible. Well, at least we tried. Yeah. Um, gave it our best shot, as a Mormon would say. We gave it our best try. <laughs> Hello. 
My name is Elder Price, <laughs> and I am here to tell you of the most amazing book. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And that's that's the end. Yeah. All right. Okay. I hope you enjoyed and learned as much as we did about the Mormon faith this episode. If you're still listening, I'm Congrats. so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, <laughs> best wishes. Warmest regards.